one two one two all right five four three two say one one and we are live we live are, we're here. <laughs> we're here. good day yes, and thanks for tuning in um you're all listening evening. <laughs> all evening or afternoon or morning wherever you find yourself what time of the day it is thanks for listening tuning in today i have with me a special guest none other than one of my best friends and also a man with an amazing testimony um none other than uh, trevor solomon yes sir welcome and thanks for your time and thanks for being here thanks for having show me trevor is also not just my one of my best friends is also the owner and the founder of tlc um gardening and landscaping service as well mm-hmm. as interior design and decorating so we'll be speaking a little bit more about those things but before we get into your what what god has done for you as far as your business is concerned let me just give the the listeners a basic introduction as to what what this kind of show is about um yeah we i feel that uh there are people right on our doorsteps right next to us within our families within our friendship circles that has amazing testimonies of what god has done for them and what this podcast is is a platform for those people to share those amazing testimonies and hopefully encourage someone and, and people can learn from whatever it is that a certain individual has gone through but also to make it a little bit more interesting and talk about what the day-to-day lives and their businesses or whatever it is that they find themselves doing for nine to five and how that impacts their lives and what god is doing even in those things it's all part of our testimony it's all his story we're just a part of it and we're sharing our parts so trevor thanks for sharing your testimony with us today it's so good to have you i haven't seen you in a minute how you been my friend how have you been you actually paid me to be here <laughs> yeah i'm good i'm good? straight straight as can be awesome good awesome thanks be. yeah so we want to talk about your business but before we get there mm. uh do you want to just share a little bit about your background you are and young man mm-hmm. a married man a father mm-hmm. but before all of these great things came your way mm-hmm. uh, you want to you want to you want to share a little bit about who Trevor was before he found God and who Trevor is now in this journey with with Christ okay um Trevor is a multifaceted human being oh okay oh, yes um probably mean i can do a lot of things more than one thing um i only discovered that uh, in my late 30s in your late 30s okay um but through all that um i was born and raised in hanover park um and you know the lights is dim in 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 mm-hmm. um where, where we come from it's it's survival of the fittest yes and um i think we we got to be friends we worked together actually mm-hmm. so that's how we got to be friends but <clears throat> in all that i was in high school mm-hmm. and then i had a after what do you call it like a work yeah like school, after school like a part-time job part-time job and i think we met there yes um but before that um look I, something major happened in your life just a couple of years before i met you a, a big big turning point let's say that in yeah. your life do you want to share what that well, was about and how, how that came yeah early in my life i lost my parents both of them um i was raised by a grandma 
grandmother, mm-hmm. grandfather, and siblings. Yeah. Well, that comes no favorites. Yeah. Well, that comes. Um, you have to look find your own way. Mm-hmm. Well, that comes a hunger to to be different and a hunger to get what what no one can give you. Yeah. So I knew for a fact no one is gonna hand me anything, and um, you know I have to make the most of it. No, true. So um, also just just to add for those who are, who are listening, Trevor is not necessarily sad about this. Or when he was in that situation, it's not like he found himself in like a saddened state. This this is sort of the reality for most kids living in those kind of communities. Bro, they're just going through life. You know, I mean, I didn't choose for anything to happen. Yeah, I was just living my life, and 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 there are times where I feel like it was, it there was pros and cons to being um, without parents. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. It might sound like a harsh thing, but I mean, yeah, no, no, definitely. Number yeah, one, for there's a lot of kids out there who's, who's the, a pro can be you're not governed by no one can tell you what to do when mm. you come, and and with that, there's obviously some cons, you know, um, repercussion as to yeah, you know, curfews and, and mm. you you know being at the wrong place at the wrong time because yeah. no one can tell you what to do, so. Yeah, it's just life, man. Mm. You know. And what was that? What was that experience like? How old were you when, when, when both your parents? I think I was about six or seven. Six or seven. Six or seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, my I I I really thought it was a bit later. Wow. Okay. Six or seven. Mm. Yeah. Um. Look, a lot of things happen, and again, as like a television has distorted. You vaguely remember what happened, mm. and and I think. There are times where I tell people, look, it's, I think it's nine or ten. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's, you know, I don't even remember a lot of things mm. because, you know, I don't think I was actually mindful of where I was. Because, yeah. I mean, even when they passed away, it felt like they were still there because it wasn't a conversation around the table. Like, okay, they passed away. So this is what's going to happen next. And, and. You know, this is how we're gonna. This how we're gonna is how we're gonna go forward. Yeah, what, what the plan just, of action is. It's just you just rolling with it. You know, mm. they could be, they 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 could be gone for months, but the household is saying other thing. It's yeah. almost like they are gone years ago because mm. you just have to roll with the punches and everything is fine. Come yeah. on, get up, go to school. You know, nothing happened. Even mm. like yo, I no counseling, no, no going to like therapy or anything. It's no, just. Bro. Suck it up. You have to go. You have yeah. to go to school. Sure. You have to get your own things done. You have to comb your own hair. You have to see to yourself, basically, sure. man. You know, living from hand-me-downs. It wasn't money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't even ask for anything. You know, you can if you probably were a good child. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to outperform your cousins or your, you mm-hmm. know, nieces to to be like, a favorite. It's, uh, it's interesting when you say like. You you had to just suck it up and just go with it and and do it. It's at the time it feels it may, maybe feels like a little strange, but because there's no one babying you or no. um being like a form of shelter for you, no. you just get on with it and that's just how life is. Like I think uh, this, this is now obviously not related to your situation at all, but. 
If I think of how I was raised and how independent I was at a very young age and I look at my own son and I go his age, the things I was doing at his age, he's not even aware of. <laughs> and I'm just talking about just getting by, going to school by myself. Hey, you know what I mean? And what that teaches us. At the age of nine years old, my grandfather sent me to Weinberg to pay multi-choice. <laughs> So, dude, bro, I had to I, travel I, I, a taxi, you know. It's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Six, seven years old, I'm taking a bus alone to school, bro. Hey, man. <laughs> I had to go pay Edgar's pay accounts for my aunts and uncles. This is the things I needed to do. So, anyway, <laughs> that, that was life growing I up. I feel you. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, bro. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, it's more of uh, outperforming your cousins and your nieces to, to to get what you want um but then there's the people that can see the good like your neighbors they yeah. they, they can see that you know okay this 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 boy's a little different he's not like this potential else. yeah <laughs> so um um i can i i was like i think in the beginning of the session i, I shared that i was multifaceted i could do sports i could do music i can do a lot of things mm. and so it was very hard for anyone to box me in no because you know uh and i didn't belong to a crowd mm. i was like always yeah no as a myself. testament to that like i found out the other day or well, a couple of years ago you play the saxophone i was like when did this guy pick up the saxophone hey, what bro. happened here? you know <laughs> it's just like happened I, I wasn't in contact for a couple of months and like oh this guy's playing in a jazz band the saxophone uh, what's going on here oh, but okay Let's play. <laughs> i do this <laughs> so um you know there was school soccer there was school rugby there was obviously with the saxophone there was church you know so like all my involvements i got to be committed in the sense of being myself and it you, came naturally because you said earlier on like you needed to outperform your cousins or your siblings in order to find some form of favor with your your guardians your grandparents at the time do you feel that that kind of translated into your sports and you feel like you needed to do much better than everyone else would try to be the oh okay. yeah even in school academically bro. Mm-hmm. i know <clears throat> i wasn't the, <laughs> the brightest <laughs> color in the in the you know yeah. in the in the box but i knew i wasn't the dumbest <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know for sure i knew i was there <laughs> i was somewhere in there so um i just knew i had to give much more than you know anyone yeah and and i was really hard on myself okay and, but i know for a fact that i didn't want to disappoint myself not mm-hmm. even them yeah um, i didn't want to disappoint myself because to you you had to work hard in order to get something I and this to. translated into everything else yeah you know um because you knew no one my and is not going to give you the the things you desire as as a young boy they let me know mm. you're not getting anything <laughs> bro we're not here to give you anything the love of grandparents so they they were like 100 you to you straight up look we're not you know we don't have yeah So, so don't even come whatever you're looking for, you already know the answer. <laughs> you're not going to find it here. You're not going to find it here, bro. Especially if you lost the last money, you know, <laughs> that we, we, we ask you to go, you know, lend part of some money and then you you lose the money to buy food. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, 
make yeah. ask us for anything <laughs> over here, bro. You oh, just good. lost the money, <laughs> food money. No, anyway. for sure. Yeah. So it, it translated into your into your sports and and um, academia as well. Hmm. Yeah. So with with that being said, life happened, you know, and and you the biggest influence was friends. Um, yeah. I have this magnetic um personality. I, I, I just felt like I had to be the the jokester of of things <laughs> because I had to make light of my situation. Yeah, you know, and um and it came naturally again. Mm. You know, and I was like, a lot of people tell me you should go into comedy. I'm like, I'm not a comedian, <laughs> but I like what I do. Do you feel that 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 you were trying to be the 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 sort of the joker amongst your friends in order? To, to hide certain pain and, and certain things you were feeling partially yes to suppress yeah, yeah. because that, that comes out from what i know is it, it comes out in many ways it can either come out in a form of bullying mm-hmm. uh, and, and to you it, it came out in, in oh, a yeah. joke-like manner yeah like, and uh, i think the wood was like there was already bullies there was already a lot of things yeah so i was like okay i could see my myself in this because spot. you you a tall guy because <laughs> you could easily be the bully Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, so, but when when people hear me joke, they're like, oh, "I think I like this guy." Yeah, I know, know definitely. And then uh, again, it came naturally. People, I just gravitated towards you know jokes and, and, and things and people like that about yeah. me. And then I'm like, you know, I'm not a mean person, but I can be. <laughs> you I, know, I can do that. I can do that, but for no apparent reason, I was like, you know. I was just being myself. Yeah. And I think with being yourself, it's just less work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I always envied the others who have, and, you know, they got this and that, and, you know, Which, I, I yeah. always longed for things. In, no, true. In, uh, but, you know, I, sh- I somehow paved, um, I cut my own way. Yeah, because life. you started working immediately while you were in yeah. high school. You were like, yeah. what, grade 11? Yeah, that that's also happened um, so accidentally. Yeah, <laughs> but know? either way, you, you were willing to to not just accept your circumstances and go, you know what, I'm not going to have these things. You were like, no, no, wait, there's yeah. a way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a way. I'm going to work, yeah. I'm going to work. And it wasn't the best job. It wasn't the highest paying thing. But you can comfortably say you paid for your own things. You didn't resort to any kind of criminal activity yeah. or malicious behavior in order to to get what you want you you worked for it definitely, from a young age definitely, definitely. um and definitely. and though losing your parents was a big negative mm. you know it kind of played a role in ultimately the yeah. kind of person oh, that you yes. are oh yes are today definitely. but let's fast forward a couple of years so i know you as a as a fun or oh, i meet you as a fun jokey outgoing party kind of guy you make that, you <laughs> make fun of me also along the way and that's kind and of sort of how, how we gravitated towards each other because i was probably very um similar in mindset mm. as well yeah um but then we 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 left our jobs where we worked and we sort of drifted a little bit so do you want to see what happened in in those years because something very important happened in those years well a lot happened yeah I, I, i can say when i left when when i left um that particular job i actually 
something drastic happened because okay. um, I don't think I think you're the first person I told. I'm telling this. Um, well, I'm not the first person you're telling. You're telling this to yeah. so many other people as well. Yeah. So. so when I left this particular job, yeah, things went they spiral down. Okay. And I don't think Where were you that. spiritually at this point in your life? Like, I was nowhere. Bro. Nowhere. I you was were just. Like, I was going through the motions I was of life. Gone. Okay. <laughs> I was gone. I um I knew you know better because obviously my grandfather was a pastor and all that. But, okay. Um, but I was gone. I was still mm-hmm. finding my way. So I left that job and then um you know now I'm at home. I'm not contributing. Um, Oof. I am taking more than giving. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I'm older now and I eat more. <laughs> what is what what is how old are you now? What is the family dynamics looking like? Just to give the audience some kind of insight into where you are right now at this point of of your life. Like now, now. No, no, no. When you're telling this. Oh, yeah. I mean, because you're saying you're eating more and this, but, but what's happening at home? How many people's in the house? Okay. What look, what is, it's still the same. Yeah, it's still the same. Everyone. Well, not still the same. I mean, some of the cousins and nieces have kids. So, the house is more people. So, And how many I, people are working in the house at this point? Not a lot. Mm. I, was, I was the only one. I was the only one. Yeah. And uh, they were all hustling. I was hustling. But, I well, my hustling was a real job. <laughs> so, um, now I come home with no job because i didn't get along with my manager mm. <laughs> and um it avalanched into a huge snowball effect ripple effect at home my life and um cousins have kids and and, and all that i didn't have a kid at the time mm-hmm. um I'm, i'm like just yeah you're unemployed you're living with your grandparents in a house filled with your cousins your siblings I nieces think, and nephews in this era, this is the time uh, or the era where i found god yeah because i love I, i was at home and then mm. um things just went worse and they you know people were on my neck uh, everyone was on my neck because at one point i was seeing that's a good samaritan i'm working i'm bringing in uh. something income there was food yeah and it was things was going okay mm-hmm. you were seen as the savior because you know yeah you were working and now you're not working it's like all of that is forgotten out of the door it's like what did you contribute to this mm. house and all like, all those things are forgotten now oh, i'm like just a week ago everything was good <laughs> <laughs> you know so i'm like quickly can people forget yeah so um so yeah they were like on my neck um you you eating you just walking around and just taking you know contributing and it, it just became too much mm. so um i used to go to my friends i used to eat by my friends they would know the situation at home mm. i would be open with them i mean we lived in a court like a court is like a two buildings where you know there's like there's big washing lines in between like six triple stories 60 units everyone knows everyone's businesses they up. definitely know what's going on in your house yeah because they definitely can, they saw 
some people would feel pity they you know and some couldn't do anything because they don't have yeah because everyone is in the struggle as well it is not like these there's a lot of families that could go hey yeah. come here Trevor, let's give you something to eat because the little they have is but there these. was one specific family who oh, okay. really rooted for me and okay. they they know what i was really because mm. in my time when i had i always gave okay and then they would give me food and they would um um they saw the need and yeah. they were there without me having to ask and then okay. I would eat there at night then I would drink and, you know but I would only sleep at home yeah so and then I went to live with my aunt and then I moved out okay were you so, we sorry I don't want to get if you're not comfortable no, like, were cool. you forced out no no I moved out because of the pressure because of the pressure. so technically you were forced out not directly told indirectly get, get, yeah. yeah it was okay yeah so yeah so I was out I was out all the way out and then I lived by my aunt for like a month or two in searching for 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 something mm. you know some clarity or something just anything yeah I'm searching and I'm searching so I was there at this point I was listening to gospel but there was nothing it was yeah. like it was the songs I didn't accept because look you you said you grew up and you you grandfather was a pastor what mm. was what was that sorry to just get back to that time number what, what was that kind of spiritual influence like for you um it wasn't much it wasn't a spiritual influence it was more like a um religious thing okay this is what we do okay this is how we do it sort of religious discipline yeah okay which was which was needed because that's something that i implement in my own house and okay I'm, like, i'm not all the way there yet but i would like to aspire some things that my grandfather did okay i you know that you looked up to and yeah like praying at night i mm. would like my family to be there and you know pray together and, and other things but um yeah so i would my aunt live there you know trying to find anything so i met this dudes They were like rough, bro. I'm talking diamond in the rough. I'm talking <laughs> about raw. These they were brothers. Okay. Um Did you want to name the one was Gary. The one <laughs> was Gary. And he was the better one out of the two. Oh, Gary was the worst one. <laughs> and the other one, what's the other one? He was actually my best friend actually, the brother. Um his name Gary was the one Gary I can't I can't get his name but anyway he was the, the the good one okay he was the good one. so I me and him gravitated towards each other we were like cool so anyway so I was with him things and I'm they were moving in a way that I was like I did not see this coming okay so well, I wasn't prepared for this okay some clarity just well they were into drugs okay <laughs> okay um, but I wasn't into drugs mm. But I would sit amongst those things mm. and I would sit, this is worse. So what kind of drugs are blended this time now? Like that you were talking at this point? Um, crystal meth. Oh, was it the meth? Okay. Crystal meth. I think it was fresh. It was new. It was still new. It was, it was like still... at the point of experimenting. Okay. When everyone was trying this thing out now, before it became, a, well, it is a problem. But yeah. before it became what it is. Yeah. It wasn't kids a, were just experimenting. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. Okay. It was experimenting with but I experimented a lot of things without that. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I knew for a fact it wasn't for me mm. because... Okay, so you now in a circle with some myth addicts and so we know what kind of activities they get after. Yeah. Okay. So 
but I was cool with gangbang. I, I they were guns. I was cool with having mm-hmm. carrying a gun. But the only reason why I didn't abuse or use any drugs or anything, I just wanted to be sane. I just wanted to be sober-minded, sober-minded when something minded. goes down. But internally, I was frustrated and angry because mm-hmm. I would carry a. If someone goes, look, I'm in a different neighborhood. This is your house. Okay. You know, so I don't know what's for what. No one knows me. Mm. I can I can put on any hat. Okay, so you were staying in Hanover Park with your grandparents. Then you moved to Bell Hall no, with yeah. with your aunt for a month. There you found Gary. Gary and his friend Grant. Grant's name. Grant. Gary and Grant. Gary and Grant. They were twins, by the way. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Mm. And you finding yourself carrying a gun for protection purposes, but just in case anything goes down, you have your protection. Yeah, it's not only protection, but it's only you carrying. Um, you know, uh, when you belong to a, a, a gang, then mm-hmm. it's almost like it's belongings. <laughs> the property. It's, not, it's the property. It's not yours. You're just renting. You're renting the property, okay. but you have to make use of the property. Okay. Okay. And um, I'm making use. It depends to what extent you want to go. Yeah. It depends on how how hurt you are or how dark you are. I uh, the furthest I went was a rob. <laughs> okay. That's the furthest. Not kill. I don't think I was. <laughs> you you, know, were, you added in you to. I didn't to definitely didn't add, add in me. Robbing was the easiest. Okay. Because, you know, it's a threat. Yeah. You, you point. Know, I can see. I can. I can threat. Mm. You know. I can definitely treat someone. <laughs> I mean, Threatening is. I not... say less. I just have to show you. Yeah. You know. Mm. Okay. So so you 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 are now in Belar, robbing people, mm. with a illegal gun. Definitely illegal. <laughs> I know we're joking about this and we're laughing about this now, but that that's obviously. Look at this point, anything goes. I didn't care where I was, what could go wrong. Again, no one knows me. I can put on any hat. Yeah. They would believe me because they don't know me. You're in a different town now. Um, you know, anything goes. Mm. And um, I was tap dancing all around that town, bro. There sure. was Toilet City. There was Old Bell Hall. There was Self Help. Um, it was just different. Oh, I have these different sections. Mm. I would find myself in a blink of an eye then I'm placed I don't know how I got there Whew. we would walk mm. we would drive we would anything mm. you know whatever we find it's just just know. to get around in the area or it's just to get up to to some kind of trouble I, I don't think I'm meant to get up to trouble it's just I wanted ah. to be long because mm. um, you know I was out of my own hometown I was seeking something new. yeah okay it just happened to be carrying ground with the vehicles <laughs> okay used Yeah, some a bad deal went went down. I had a PlayStation, and I think it was the time of the Walkman cell phones, um, Sony Ericsson. Mm. Um, and this guy wanted the Sony. My he wanted my PlayStation. I said, okay, I'll give you my PlayStation if you give me this. Yeah, this nice subwoofer. And uh, I said, okay, we we just did this trade or whatsoever. So this deal went down, and I moved. To Hanover Park, I just felt like I don't belong here, and I like one morning I woke up and like. I have Wait, what? What went wrong with the deal? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want to share? Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. I, I was like, did I miss that part? Now, yeah. Happened? Okay, okay, okay. So you, you didn't want to be there. You went out. Yeah, I went out. So uh, I went home and with my clothes in all. So this guy brought me home. At this point, my aunt and my uncles they were like, 
yeah, I told you it's gonna be back. Yeah, you know, we, you know, we are the real family. You know, you、mm. always think you know better. Bloody blah blah. You know how it goes. So I'm back in the house. You have to prove yourself again. Yeah, <laughs> because things went wrong. It didn't go your way. You lost your job. You lived here. It was an hour next. You left. Now you pack, and now you need to. What do you want? <laughs> do you know what you want?、Ah. I don't know myself what I want. So at this point, I was highly frustrated of where everything is going, how my life was going. I, 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 I. Oh, fun fact! One morning, I went to go look for a job. Okay, got my CV printed. So this is place called Panati. It's、mm. a park. I was so heavy of things that went on. It's the first time I cried since,、oh, since probably I didn't even cry with my parents when I met、yeah. my parents. You、yeah. know, but I mean, it's the first time when everything came out. I went to go look for a job, and I walked from Novo Park to Kinwood Center,、mm. and、um, I used to walk that route on my way to work when I used to work in yeah in, in Kinwood. Kinwood. At this point, I'm walking the same route. With a different、mm. intent, with a different mindset, with with heaviness, same route, yeah, which was irony. And I, I I'm in I'm in this park, and I just wept, bro. Sure, it was like I remember. I still remember like it was、mm. yesterday. I will never forget that day. That was the lowest point where I was in this park. I cried. I was sobbing, bro. Sure, I just I just felt weak, man.、Yeah. You know, and I cried. What's happening now? No one was there,、mm. but I couldn't walk. But I just had to sit in the swing, and I let go, dude, bro. That I felt like that was was needed. But at that time, I felt like that、yeah. that, that that was the lowest, the lowest point, lowest. That was the lowest.、Yeah. I will never forget that day. And so I walked, I walked, I walked. I went to. You know what's in there? Put my CV in my hand,、mm. and I'm looking for anything,、yeah. anything. I have just have this determination because I don't know, you know, I don't have anything. I don't have money to buy myself the、yeah. odor, nothing. You、mm. know, I can't even spoil myself. So I walked. I went to the Mr. Price, and then there was this lady,、um, Layla. I don't know if you remember, but she worked with us. Her name was Layla. She had this tuki thingy on. <laughs> I but, don't remember.、Uh, but She saw me,、okay. and she knew something was wrong.、Okay. I don't know, how, but we clicked somehow when we worked together. Layla was there, and she saw me,、mm. and she asked me, "What's up?" And you know, I said,、oh, "This is the situation. I'm looking for work." And、um, but she, you know, women have this thing where they see right through you. <laughs> and、um, yeah, she gave me a hundred rand. Not about the money, but she just. That was her way of saying, "Look, this is the only way I can help." Yeah, whatever you're going through, whatever you're going this... through, and I'm so grateful for that, bro. That、sure. was the start of many things.、Mm. That was the. I think I just needed that. Yeah, and I I didn't see that coming, of、uh, course. But just well, this, like this random person. Well, we seeing... worked together, so、yeah. that was the relationship. So、okay. it was easier for for her to give me money because we worked together, and I was nice.、Mm. You know, when I was at work. Whoever was new, I was this nice guy. Like, yeah, hey, I'll tell you now. Things go、mm. down. You have to look up the trade and stuff. Yeah, we 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 spoke, and I said, "This is what happened. I'm looking for work." So she gave me money, 
and then I wasn't asking for money, but yeah. she, she, she gave, she, you know, she prompted, and then I went home. While I was at home, uh, my friend came, Lance, Lance Powers. Okay. And then he was washing his car. He was on his way to Stellenbosch. Okay. And then Lance was, was the other groomsman. Yeah. At your wedding. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he was saved. He was this guy in in the court where, you know, he was like this guy is he's, he's always doing something right he was like he was the, his father and everyone was like saved in the house he was like they put them off young people okay this kids <laughs> hey, you know, he's like I okay. you. so i'm like he's like what you doing and i'm like nah i'm just kicking it you know i still had some change in my pocket you know felt like a million dollars <laughs> so i mean when was the last time i had <laughs> money some money do so yeah. he's like i'm on my way to still boss you want to go with for a drive listen mm. this thing is going listen to this so i'm like okay cool i'm gonna go with for a drive you know got nothing better to do nothing definitely nothing better to do listen that was the first time i see stellan boss yo but i'm listen i'm this is how how i'm probably in my 20s Oh, okay. I've never been to Stellenbosch, bro. Sure. I don't have a car. How do mm. I get there in the first place? <laughs> I'm driving with him. We have this old car. We were like driving and driving. Like he said, now he's working for this organization called YFC, mm. this Youth for Christ. Amen. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, what you gonna do there? So he does facilitation for these international volunteers. They come overseas and they, you know, they do programs in the school. And I'm like, okay. I'm gonna see what you do. So he, he does some programs, obviously, and I see what he's doing. I'm like, I can do that, mm. you know. And he's like, Do you want to do this? I'm just, yeah, just give me, you know, one session. Yeah, not today, <laughs> but yeah. next time when you come. But for me to just get out of the area was yeah. such a breath of fresh air, a major eye opener for oh, you as like well. There's yeah. more to this, and I got all these international volunteers, people from overseas. They were like, "Hey, how you doing?" Ah. And I'm like, "Is this uh, now in Stellenbosch while he's busy doing his while he's bu- yeah doing his doing programming?" His thing, and okay. these these people is talking to me. I'm like. I can't even speak that good English. <laughs> I'm here. My English needs a little tuning, <laughs> bro. It was my time to show off. Okay. Because naturally, again, I'm this guy who throw with the punches. I got into more sessions with YFC and okay. I asked him if I could do things. He said yes, of course. And then I met the director and I asked the director. YFC had these three houses where they keep international volunteers mm-hmm. and then they go out to projects like Kalpema and schools and okay. farms and just do outreach work, you know. Mm-hmm. I asked the manager, um, can I maybe just crash at these houses with the volunteers? Wow. I can do anything, you know. He's like, of course, you wow. can be the first Cape Town volunteer, you wow. know, to just you know, show these guys where's Robin Island and things. I'm like, I myself haven't been to Robin <laughs> Island, but I'll show them. Uh. But he was like, of course, I mean, in this house is, they pay for food, mm. they sleep, a place to sleep. So you, you approach him and ask him this. There was no requirements. It wasn't like, okay, let me do a background check on you. Nothing. It's just this loving Christ-like man Bro, going, nothing. hey, Here's an opportunity for That you. was the tick, bro. And uh, I needed that. And sometimes when I think back, it was all God. You know? yeah, I think he needed someone at the time also to uh, be, you know. Lance couldn't at the time because mm. he was still studying to be a teacher. He's now a qualified teacher. At the time, he was yeah. getting into teaching. So he 
could not do it. Okay. So I happened to be. It's available. perfect timing. So like, God's timing is always man, perfect. I was in there. Mm. I was like looking after the house. I was like living in Bluebird. I was like living the life. Okay. You know? Okay. We got food for days. <laughs> I'm like, yo, everybody, look here. And digital camera came out at uh, the time. So look, Facebook uh, just dropped 2009. I'm like you know with my digital camera go to the internet at the office i couldn't wait to get to the internet at the office and plug in my, my digital camera upload it on facebook and people are like where are you what are you doing you know, i just look like boy you made it <laughs> i look like i made it bro i'm over here you know, doing my thing i'm like just like that mm. you know my life turned around they they were examples lance was the example okay. and the vehicle emilio is the casting director he was the example so i'm like i better step up and yeah. also get so this. at this point i was like I used to dress up and mm. we go to um, these projects and I used to, you know, have this Nike Lacoste and mm. these kids used to look at me like, mm. name brand and the Holy Spirit you. just spoke to me like, bro, you're doing outreach and you're over here shining, you know, mm. you you think you made it, did you make it, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, maybe I should just change my approach. Yeah. And that's where things, mind shifting and perspective came Mm. of how you uh, do outreach and evangelism and apostleship and i think yfc was the biggest stepping stone in my life yeah that was the first and the biggest stepping stone okay. in my life so what was the i know you've hit some low points in your life and you, you just shared like how bad it was but what was the turning point where you realized listen i need him i need christ more than anything else i've tried everything else i've done everything else what brought you to that point what was that experience like for you do you remember that point of how it came about i don't think it was a specific point okay. honestly it just happened so naturally mm-hmm. and organically where things worked out in my favor uh-huh. so i know people have this specific I mean that they can yeah. remember. To be honest, what I just shared with you, these events, it's a snowball effect. Of, yeah, you know, of, it was a build up, old culmination of so many things that just exactly. made you realize, listen, the goodness of God. Amen. You know, and it could be the start when my parents died. Possibly, it could be that because evidently they went they if oh. they you know it could be many things yeah but i can't say the specific day yeah. i wish i could you know but there's so many things happened and i'm so grateful and i soaked it in it could be the day at the park where i was sobbing mm. that you know it could be that but it could be when i met these jazz people because that was another stepping stone when mm. i was with yfc and these people were playing music and i was musically inclined yeah and that was another stepping stone of getting my name out there but they were doing jazz but in a gospel way okay. so i connected heavily with that yeah. so we did in uh, productions at so it was a lot of things again there wasn't a specific a specific moment so in your experience moment. with this with yfc um, i still came to visit you at one of the houses i think you were in pinelands at the mm. pinelands yeah, yeah. <laughs> i, I still to come visit you um and yeah you, you seemed like you were you were enjoying it i don't, I don't mean to sound like I'm, i'm i'm judging you or anything mm. but saying what you did like you would go somewhere and then you would you couldn't wait to come back and upload it on facebook mm. was that was it your way of of sort of like a form of self gratification like listen um by me posting this and letting others see what's going on in my life it makes me feel it, it makes me look a whole lot better than yeah, what yeah. i am definitely and therefore it makes me feel a whole lot definitely. better but it comes with a whole lot of emptiness definitely bro <laughs> you 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 nailed it yeah you okay it, no no i, I didn't want to just say no, that you nailed it. You okay nailed it. 
Okay. Yeah, and and then you came to the realization like listen, these kids are looking up to me. I can't portray a certain image that is not Christ like firstly. Yeah. And secondly, I'm putting up something fake here because none of this is is actually though it's real and it really happened. I should know better. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean and yeah. that that a lot of people realize that too late in their lives, man. Or not too late, but at a very late stage in their life and they've become so self-aware and self-conscious that you know those kind of things doesn't really filter through to them there are people watching you especially as christians you know we don't always acknowledge the fact that there are eyes on us mm-hmm. and because there are eyes on us we need to conduct ourselves in a certain manner mm-hmm. you know because the world doesn't see god they don't see christ they don't understand the move of the holy spirit they see you mm-hmm. and what you project is what their image of christ of god of the spirit of god would mm. be i think it's a big problem if you're not convicted by the holy spirit true if 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 you're not convicted then you should look into that <laughs> <laughs> you know anyone who does it would do something is definitely out of self yeah for personal gain or personal gain i mean society teaches us now even that it's all about me myself yeah. i should protect me yeah you know i remember at first when i came out hot out of the gate it was all about jesus man yeah i was like on fire for jesus yeah you know? and I, i mean a lot of people can relate to this when we first found christ we were like out there dude listen i was unstoppable i was like i'm doing this for jesus we were cramping for jesus <laughs> bro cramping was in at the time yeah yeah <laughs> we did anything for jesus just to show people you know but again now as you grow older you you you, you protect yourself mm. and it's almost like I don't want to be out there to tell people about Jesus. I could be doing something better with my time. Okay. You yeah. know, mm. God knows what he knows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the pers- you are more wise, mm. but you just lost that that trailblazing mm. spirit. Okay. Uh, because it's it's still important and it is the great commission to go out there and save the lost and save the lost you know and make disciples that is the great commission no definitely definitely we're not we're probably not going to have time to go into There's your a jazz lot. <laughs> a lot uh, maybe we'll have to leave that that part for for music is music yeah. i had a great time in music it was jazz and, and you know um but at, again at the reason why i didn't go full on into jazz or the music scene in cape town is because I saw how a lot of great musicians, public figures, name figures, mm. um, how they were struggling financially. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to do that <laughs> anymore because the last thing I want was to play mm. and people chanting my name and I go home and there's nothing in the fridge. Exactly. So, and that happened to me. Okay. I was like on the stage, people like, yeah, and I went home, I still lived in a separate internet. I went home, you know what I ate? Uh, spaghetti, tomato sauce. I'm like, these people just chanted my name i was like they're just on the stage you know, shouting yeah i am and i said to myself this is the last that was the last straw mm. because no way I, i can't i couldn't live with myself being something else out there and when i come home i have to face the music you know yeah. there's no you're putting no, up this sort of it doesn't feel like human because you're putting up this sort of facade this mask when you're on the stage and then but the reality is and listen you don't even know for the longest with all my turmoil and stuff i've been through i was myself yeah I, i'm i was longing to be 
a musician because music somehow helped me in my yeah you know my my work and now i'm here where i wanted to be and now i have to fake it mm, it yeah. doesn't sit well with you so especially if you see one of your legends of uh, people you look up to um when they die they don't have a proper burial because that's you know it's sad and that's a sad reality so for a lot like, of local musicians definitely it's still happening yeah. now and even with this covid situation these people struggling to make it I and am they don't they're not gonna tell you mm. they will post the best picture they will post past oh, pictures dude they will post pictures of where they were in thailand 10 years ago five years ago mm. they will post pictures <laughs> of quotes they will post pictures of them with famous people but they won't tell you that they are struggling yeah. financially or they won't reach out exactly. for help because it's unlike a star yeah to ask for help exactly that's so yeah. i forsake the stardom <laughs> to survive yeah and i think again god came in there again and he's like bro let's uh, touch on your business let's go how did you how did tlc start and so i worked for the specific garden center you know mm-hmm. i just felt like i didn't want to let that out the door i mean i've learned and i've accustomed through all these years i've gotten to learn a lot mm. i learned a lot and uh, to just throw it away like that yeah gonna be a waste no, i just thought why not gained a lot of experience a lot of knowledge why, why not working there so many years something. yeah so that's what i did yeah so the landscaping started i can't remember when because when i was still working at the specific garden center i used to do it part-time you weren't okay. allowed to do it part-time mm. after hours but i needed money to survive yeah no they didn't know mm-hmm. so i did my thing after hours It started then I built the client base. Um I was best in the business. I was good. I was good with my hands. Yeah. Um and building things and seeing things, maintaining things. I was good at that. But my foundation, I wasn't good in my foundation as to I didn't have a proper. I wasn't set up. I didn't have my own house, family, yeah, yeah. things, warehouse, nothing, tools. Mm. I didn't I could just do the job. Yeah. But I wasn't equipped to do okay or you know but and the people understood because mm. they they trusted me and they mm. they wanted to help me so long story short i kept i kept it going and then i i worked with people and they were like do you know someone who can work in the house who can do this and i'm like no i don't know i can see if i can find someone the people would come and they're like i can do that <laughs> it's mm. easy you know so i used to do landscaping which is outside yeah. lawns and displays and building things and maintaining cut grass and stuff mm. so like people would come in they would that also you also landed a quite a couple of decent projects definitely um, yeah the ctic is one of that so um before the great projects people used to ask me don't i know anyone who could do things internally like mm. inside of the house that's how the garden and home services came about okay and when I sorry i got the name wrong stlc garden and home services yeah okay garden and home services the home being outside your property and and inside uh, and inside sorry yeah and gardening definitely outside okay. sorry other way around i thought no nah, i should look into this thing mm. and then i landed a job at another big name they've been around for like 50 plus years as an interior decorator again god mm. <laughs> just so happened so i learned the trade how things going you know yeah um i learned about a moon board i learned mm. about blocks shapes colors 
patterns, lines. Mm. Um, I learn about blinds, fabrics, um, anything that got to do with inside of house. How to make. A, you gained all that knowledge. Hey man. Yeah. I gained it all, but again, I gained it the hard way. Yeah. I didn't study, but I had to work in retail. Mm. No one wants to work in. Anyone can work in retail. Yeah. But if you take note long enough, you can start your own thing. Yeah. If you want to. True story. So. I then recouped all that information. I'm like, okay, mm. I can I can do something. Then there was one specific project I had to do a baby baby room. So this lady, I said, I can do your baby's room. Um, so I I did a wall, colors of a wall. I did a cot. Um, I posted the chair, baby rocking chair for. Wow. She picked the fabric and everything. I had samples and everything. It was smooth because okay. I've I mean I've. I saw what was mm. happening in the shops. I took note. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I did that. It came naturally, and I was like, oh, I can just do this. Yeah. You know. Then As I incorporated the garden and home services. Okay. But it's more like services. It's more like the handyman things, mm. the broken stuff in the house, okay. and, you know, maintenance of the okay. house. It's a lot of single people out there. Who needs maintenance, mm. um, ladies or woman? That's how I met my wife mm. <laughs> because <laughs> she was she was a homeowner and she couldn't fix things. You know, that's where she came in. She's in finance, and mm. um, I, I'm not too uh, savvy with admin mm. and finance. finance is not so the two of you will make a yeah awesome I, team. I'm more about passion, and she's yeah. more into numbers. And okay, things. do you wanna tell uh, the audience like? A, where they can see some of your work or how they can get into contact with you. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm on definitely on Instagram, TLC Garden Home Services on Facebook and on Twitter. Um, there's some YouTube videos also on YouTube. Okay. Well. So you, you, okay, cool. And your email address, do you have the email that you can be? TLC Garden Home Services at Gmail. At Gmail. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Trevor? It was awesome chatting to you. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for coming and pulling through and doing this with us. Almost been an hour. It's always fun talking to you. Uh, we must. We, we should definitely do this again sometime. Where we can delve into to your family, family dynamics, and because yeah. even there, there's an amazing testimony that that. Amen. Yeah, you know, and that's why I didn't want to go in there because it's gonna be another hour and. You know, we'll save that for for a part two. So thank you for coming. Um, please feel free to check out uh, Trevor's work, and if you are needing any gardening or landscaping or home services done, this is the main guy. Bet you you won't find many people that'll be able to do a better job at a better price. Yeah, f- feel free to check him out. Oh, Trevor, you serious with this man? <laughs> <laughs> no, no definitely, my friend. Definitely. Oh man. Yeah. So TLC, Garden and Home Services, Trevor Solomon's. Thank you, my friend. God oh, bless. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. So, are we here to promote the business? <laughs> we here to promote God, but also, also the business, also the business. So, yeah. yeah. I think for the listeners, this is a great platform for to share. If anything that you wanna take from me, from from this, eat the meat and spit out the bones. Mm-hmm. I don't think everything is for anyone or everyone, but I think platforms like this is very important i think what you are doing man it's amazing i mean it's long awaited i mean it's been too long yeah i mean people don't have time to to sit in services anymore 
mm. people don't have time t- for anything anymore sure. and i just told you i mean i listen to audiobooks and i listen to podcasts in my time which is when i can't sleep mm. or when i'm driving i listen to podcasts so these are the kind of things that gives people you know the nuggets for living and i think uh, sorry to cut you off yeah no no you go yeah no that's definitely the idea you know to to hear the the parts of his story that lies with all of us you know a lot of things don't make sense while we are caught up in it but when we look back it starts to make sense and and we can share it with everyone else and go listen this is the pitfalls this is what happened to me and if you find yourself in a similar situation don't mm. don't go with grant and gary <laughs> <laughs> listen listen okay they probably did me a favor ah in discovering myself because i probably have hidden all these i probably wouldn't have thought about things if i weren't with them mm-hmm. so by being at the specific point when i was with them yeah probably provoked a thought yeah to say look i need to go home through or something you know it, it, it had to be it, it had <laughs> to be because that's not how you were raised yeah. you came from a good good christian home yeah. where god was served Yes, sir. And now you find yourself in that. So it was. It was clearly. It was. It was God's hand that was working, mm. um, and steering you, but also protecting you at the same time because it could have been so much worse. Oh yes. You know. But we we thankful that you are still alive. You're still kicking, mm. and um, we wish nothing but the best for your business and for your family, moving forward. And thank you for for being willing to share your story. You know, thank it's you. not always easy telling people what what happened in your life or sharing. Um, certain key moments in your life but if it can help someone else wh- why do we need to keep certain things yeah to ourselves? and it brings out um different emotions each time we talk about it yeah and that's why especially for men we don't want to talk about it True. because or, or there's no platform to talk about it exactly um if there is a platform the time is limited mm. and you can only share so much and i mean what can you get yeah from that through so that's why i say the platform a platform like this is as as needed yeah um for people to, to awesome. share you know so awesome. i share your vision man thanks 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 so yeah thanks audience for listening uh if you do have any questions you can find my email address below if you do have an amazing testimony and would like to come on the show please feel free to hit me up on an email and god bless thanks for for listening and tuning in cheers